This is December 8th. It's Tuesday in our evening prayer time. I'm going to read the first five verses of Nehemiah chapter 2. In the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before, so the king asked me, Why does your face look so sad when you are not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of heart. I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? And the king said to me, What is it you want? Then I prayed to the God of heaven, and I answered the king, If it pleases the king, if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah where my ancestors are buried, so that I can rebuild it. When Hurricane Dorian struck the Bahamas on September 1st, a little over a year ago, 2019, the effects were devastating. With winds, wind gusts clocked at over 185 miles an hour, the storm seemed to remain almost stationary for the better part of a day. Places like Hopetown and Marsh Harbor were almost unrecognizable after the storm. Tragically, 77 people died and almost 250 people were still missing and unaccounted for months later. As the damage was assessed, Granada was asked to come alongside a pastor and a community on the east side of Grand Bahama Island. Sandy and I actually had an opportunity to meet Pastor Pender, that's his name, when he and his wife sought refuge in Miami after the storm. One evening we were invited with, to meet with some of the pastors from the devastated areas. They were visibly traumatized, and they wept openly as they told us what had happened to them, their families, their neighborhoods, and their churches. They needed support and love and assurance. We were overwhelmed as they shared their stories. We thought they might elect to stay in Miami where they could get support and sleep with a roof over their heads, but we were wrong. They wanted to return as soon as possible to begin the work of rebuilding their homes and churches. Now, the book of Nehemiah is also a rebuilding story. Israel was taken into exile in Babylon, and as the years passed, God swept a man named Nehemiah into leadership in Persia under King Artaxerxes. When Nehemiah heard about the condition of his homeland and of the city of Jerusalem, well, it broke his heart. He began a mission of prayer that he might help in the process of rebuilding the city. Now, we can't imagine what a long shot it was that Nehemiah might gain approval from the king to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the walls. But Nehemiah had built trust, and the king knew he was loyal. And when Nehemiah asked for permission to complete the project, it was granted to him. And this was no small project. The city had been utterly destroyed, and it lay in ruins for almost a hundred years. It must have felt like trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Who could pull that off? 
But God is the one who creates out of nothing, and his specialty is raising the dead. And that's what the book of Nehemiah is about. It's about restoring a city, but even more about restoring hope and community among a people that have been brought low. This is why Pastor Pender wanted to return to his community in the Bahamas. It wasn't only to rebuild the homes and the church building. The the real challenge would be bringing the community back to life. You see, when the storm came, the people had nothing left. They all scattered. They left their neighborhoods for safer places, places with resources. And that was the great challenge for Nehemiah. Not putting stones on top of stones. No, he wanted to see a people restored to the Lord. For God so loved the world that he sent Jesus on just such a mission to rebuild human community and reestablish fellowship with God. Let's pray. Faithful and good Father, this is a time when we need hope. The bonds of human community are being severed and damaged by the virus. Restore to us a living hope during this season of Christmas. Rebuild what has been torn down through the grace of Jesus at work among your people in the body of Christ. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.